in corporate, we suddenly reach this realization where we're like, okay, this framework for my life isn't working anymore because there's something fundamentally missing here. And typically the things that are missing come down to freedom, purpose, and happiness. What you do have in corporate though, typically is you have money. So most of you on the whole will have money. You don't have freedom, you don't have purpose, you don't have happiness. And it comes to the point where you realize these things are actually really important to me. And if I've got one life, I want to have these things. And this comes to you, it hits you in different moments. It might be a moment in your life where it gives you a new perspective or it might be a realization. So, okay, the new objective, we need to find a way to make money that brings me freedom, purpose, and happiness. You can do anything you want in this lifetime. Give yourself permission to unapologetically be the main character and create an extraordinary life full of joy, adventure, and purpose, because this is what you truly deserve. With love, Susie. Hey, hi, Achiever. I'm Susie, your podcast host and founder of the Female Leadership Collective. At the Collective, we celebrate women breaking free from the path that society created for them and using their gifts towards making a huge impact in the world and carving their own freedom-based lives. In each episode on this show, I'll be interviewing women who, like me, ditched their impressive careers at some of the world's most powerful companies and boldly stepped out to create their own brands, businesses, cultures, and teams. Hear from women who are at the cutting edge of redefining what it means to be a successful female leader in business. You'll learn how they did it and actionable takeaways on how you can implement their strategies to own your vision, courageously go after it and flourish in your life and business. I left my career at the world's largest investment bank over five years ago, moved to tropical paradise and built my own online business. It wasn't easy, but wow, was it worth it. Now I mentor other female leaders to launch and scale their own online businesses and step into their true paths of freedom. Hello, everyone. So today's episode is a little bit, I feel it's a bit of an emergency episode, to be honest, because I feel like this has been coming up a lot with my clients, with DMs from you, with friends even who are who want to launch businesses and I'm just sort of seeing it everywhere honestly I think this is what I'm going to be speaking about is like the biggest threat to your success the biggest threat to your business and we need to work together to overcome this because it's really what's going to hold you back and I mean I really care like I really care about your success I've you know, I've got tastes of what freedom is like. I'm not completely there yet, but I've got a lot of amazing tastes of what freedom is like living in Bali and being able to take time out of my day to, you know, go to the sauna and work out for, for three hours and not have an alarm and only have client calls on certain days and and all these little snippets, which I get to enjoy now because I've earned it through taking risks and through consistency and things. And yes, there's more freedom that I would love. Like I would love to build an even more beautiful villa and meet an amazing partner and all of these things, but we're all on the journey together, right? And and I really care, you know, I know how amazing even little snippets like that, that I just went through feels versus my life in corporate. And it is 
completely different. So, you know, I care about you. I care about my community. I care about my clients. They care about all of you. And because I have experienced this and I know how to build it, I want you to experience this as well. And the flip side of that is that it, it pains me sometimes when I see things that are holding you back, you know, that I can then help with. So this is one of them and probably one of the biggest ones as well. So what this is, is the desire for instant gratification. It is that feeling that, you know, I want everything now. I want everything you know, why isn't, why aren't things happening now? I want the dopamine hit. I want all of this. And honestly, I feel like it's like Susie versus instant because so many people have been coming to me and I can give you examples of how I'm seeing this show up and I'm not going to name any names, but I mean, a lot of you might relate with these things. I've had client, like clients start working with me again after a period of not working with me and say things like, you know, I, I actually, I want to do a great launch in January, but I need money now. What can I do? But then I haven't emailed or posted consistently in the past six months. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to launch. I've got these ideas for all these Black Friday offers and Black Friday is like three days away. And this just isn't that just isn't a great strategy. That does that feel stressful? It doesn't feel enjoyable. And actually, what is better is to be posting consistently, right? You need to earn the right to sell to your audience. You need to earn this, right? It's not just something that you can then just suddenly post about and post an offer and then a load of people are going to buy because you need money. It, it, like business, we need to take business more seriously like than that. It's an absolute privilege to run a business. It's an absolute privilege to have followers, have an audience, have a community. So you need to continually serve them and continually build value if you really want to make money from them. Another thing that I hear quite often is, you know, I'm just going to, I really want to build this course, but I'm just going to build this low ticket thing first because I, I want to just get some money in the door because obviously it's, you know, a bit harder to sell the course. And it's this fear that they won't sell high ticket because it's easier to sell low ticket. And that's just not true. That's just not true. But again, we, we're looking for this instant gratification here. Another thing that I've had multiple people come to me in the past as well, actually, we, ha we had it again last week, is clients wanting to buy followers or, you know, use these kind of like shady tactics on Instagram to make their account look more legit. But really what I know is that you don't need a load of followers to make good money. I mean, look at the, the amount of following I have. I have, I think I don't even know the numbers, but like 2K something on Female Leadership Collective, 3K something on mine. They're not massive numbers. I still make a great income. So these things are not linked. And it's, it's, a, it's a limiting belief that people are not going to follow you because you don't have that many followers is it's, it's it's about value but what's linking all of these three things together is that all of these people are seeking an instant reward an instant hit and what they're missing is the longer term vision the longer term strategy and you know I'm compassionate here like oh, there's no judgment because it's so easy to fall into this trap but what this episode is here to do is to tell you that please don't fall into this trap. It's to help make you aware of these things, of the carrot dangles and, and to make, and to, to lift you up to the point that you feel like, you know, I'm better than this. I'm better than to give in to these like 
cheap kind of strategies not that they're cheap buying followers but you know what I'm saying so first of all I want to take you back to what is our collective aim here. So Female Leadership Collective, everything that I've built, my entire story, my entire mission, you are all here because we want to build a life of freedom. And freedom means different things to to each of you but freedom might mean for example for me it means living in Bali it means waking up without an alarm it means when I have kids in the future I can actually work at home and and bring them up and have time to go and spend with them throughout the day and for you it might mean something different but what we're all looking for here is freedom So for most of you, and you're all at different stages of your journey, but for most of us, we have started and realized this through being in corporate. And when, if if you're not in corporate anymore, think back to it. And if you are in corporate, you'll relate to this. In corporate, we suddenly reach this realization where we're like, okay, this framework for my life isn't working anymore because there's something fundamentally missing here. And typically the things that are missing come down to freedom, purpose, and happiness. Those really are the things that all the things that people list out, the the pains that they have come down to for me, right? For most of you, we're missing freedom, we're missing purpose, and we're missing happiness. What you do have in corporate though, typically is you have money. And a lot of you are probably eye rolling now, but this is society, right? You know, as your salary goes up, you're you you lift up your expenses and then that's just how it works. But you do have money because you're being paid a salary. And for most of you, you listening, you're kind of, you know, between the ages of like 27 to in your mid 30s or whatever, have eight, have all different ages. But people at that age, typically, if you've been in corporate for a while, you're making decent money. So most of you on the whole will have money. You don't have freedom, you don't have purpose, you don't have happiness. And it comes to the point where you realize these things are actually really important to me. And if I've got one life, I want to have these things. And this comes to you, it hits you in different moments. It might be a moment in your life where it gives you a new perspective or it might be a realization. But really what that means is you suddenly get into this mindset of I need to find a way to make money that allows for freedom, purpose and happiness. Because we live in a world where we do need to make money because that's how the world's set up. So it's kind of a given whether you agree with that or not. So, okay, the new objective, we need to find a way to make money that brings me freedom, purpose and happiness. Now, I know I found that because I've done it. But all of you, a lot of you are, you believe it, you see it, but you're like, how can I do that for me? So on the flip side the thing is when we think about when we think about quick hacks and the things that I went through about you know I need money now I haven't emailed or posted consistently but I need to offer something or oh I need to build low tickets so I can get some money or I need to buy followers so that I can get some sales these quick hacks that I know feel shady to you I know you feel shady with even entertaining the thought into your mind Yes, they may bring you money. Some of them won't, actually. Actually, most of them won't. <laughs> but you think they're going to bring you money. That's why you want why you want to do it, right? 
Uh, but what they won't bring you is it, it, it won't bring you freedom. It won't bring you purpose and it won't make you happy because you really feel shady about them. So, you know, if it does bring you any sales or it does bring you a little bit of freedom, I, I'm in the park that these don't actually. But, you know, if it does, it's going to be a fake sense of freedom because there is this thing here where if we're doing something, if we're engaging in a strategy that doesn't feel right to us, and this is where feminine energetics comes in, and this is where the female leadership part of this comes in. If we're doing something and employing a tactic that feels shady to us, it doesn't feel good to us. That to me is not freedom. That to me is not freedom. We think of freedom a lot as external things like I have time I wake up without an alarm I have flexibility but you can also be a prisoner inside of your own body when you don't feel good right so freedom internally means that I feel good about everything that I'm doing I feel confident about the strategies and in alignment with what I'm doing with the business I'm making an impact I feel genuine I feel authentic that's what feeling freedom internally feels like. So shady tactics is not going to bring you that sense of freedom. And that will also leads on to you not feeling that sense of happiness. So yes, you might think that they bring you these external things like money or whatever. I disagree, but you might think that, but what it won't bring you is this sense of freedom, this sense of purpose, this sense of happiness, because you're feeling shady. So what that then means is we don't want to do shady tactics. We are playing the long game here at Female Leadership Collective. We are not looking for a quick hack just to make some money so you can quit your corporate job tomorrow. Because what we are doing is we are building a new life. Like we need to think about what you're doing. What you are trying to do is change the entire framework for your entire life. And it is such a worthwhile thing to do. Don't get me wrong. But it is a huge thing that you're trying to do. This spans over years. But once you do it, you know, it's so, so worth it. But it spans over years. So I want you to think about how long did it take you to get to where you are in corporate? Like arguably that started in university, even before at school, like how many years of exams, how many years of work experience, how many years of interviewing, gaining experience did you go through to get to where you are now? But for some reason in the entrepreneurial world, especially at the start, so many people think that they can just have it immediately. And it's just so strange because we didn't get that immediately in corporate, right? And so I want to explore this whole topic of instant gratification because having awareness around something can help you free yourself from it. So I just want, first of all, for you to know that instant gratification gratification and living for instant gratification is going to threaten your success in reaching freedom purpose and happiness so what we do need to do is I want you to I want to protect you from it and I want you to learn what you need to do instead so first of all I'm going to give you some awareness around instant gratification and how it shows up and how I'm going to do this is I actually asked chat GPT because I was curious what are the psychological reasons for wanting instant gratification? And I'm actually just going to go through them. I haven't really read them properly, but I'm just going to go through them and give you my intuitive interpretations of each. Let's see what it's saying. So first of all, it's saying 
temporal discounting. God knows what that means. It's so robotic. So let's read it out. Time discounting refers to the tendency of individuals to place less value on rewards that are further in the future. This means that people often prefer smaller immediate rewards over larger delayed rewards. It is influenced by our brain's evolutionary history where survival often depended on securing immediate resources. Ah, Okay, so this totally makes sense. So our brains, we've heard this before, haven't caught up with modern day technology and still operates in like the caveman responses right so this is where um these fight or flight things come in we are wired to secure immediate resources so you just know that your brain is wired to look for these immediate dopamine hits these immediate rewards But actually, if we are doing something massive, like trying to rebuild the framework for our life, rebuild our entire way of making money for the long term, for the rest of our life, then we need to get away from looking for cheap, quick thrills because we that's not what we need right now. And the other thing that might be coming into play here is especially those who quit their job at the start you are in a bit of fight or flight because of the new circumstances of of losing that income that you're so used to, the comfort zone, you're out for comfort zone. So you are more likely going to be in this fight or flight. So I imagine that, well, I know that this temporal discounting, whatever they're calling it, is way stronger in that time period because you're like, I need immediate resources. I need, I need, I need. So it's coming from lack. So what we need to do is we need to remember that actually we've got, we're playing the long-term game here. We are doing something radical. It's not going to take a short amount of time. We need to build up to it. And I'm going to talk about what we need to do after I've gone through all of these things. So number two, what ChatGPT is saying is brain's reward system. The brain's reward system, particularly the release of neurotransmitters like dopamine, play a crucial role. When we experience something pleasurable or rewarding, such as receiving a like on social media or making a quick online purchase, our brain releases dopamine. This reinforcement strengthens the association between the behavior, seeking instant gratification, and the reward. Yeah, so this is similar to what I'm saying, right? So when you ex- when you have a like or someone follow you on Instagram and you feel good about it, you want more of it. So we're just basically training ourselves to want more. The more that we enjoy and allow ourselves to enjoy these quick sort of cheap dopamine hits, the more addicted we get to them. And the less emphasis or the less appealing the longer term ones that take more work feel. So again, I'll talk about how to overcome this in a minute. What else have we got? We have limiting beliefs. And then I yeah, I asked the limiting, what are actually the underlying limiting beliefs associated with instant gratification? And you might, you might associate with some of these. So first of all, fear of missing out, FOMO. I love that chat GPT knows what FOMO means. One limiting belief associated with instant gratification is the fear of missing out. People may worry that if they don't act immediately, they will miss opportunities, experiences, or rewards. This fear can drive impulsive behavior. So how I see this show up a lot, actually, is people jumping from strategy to strategy and comparison. So one of the most frustrating things to see as a coach is to give someone a strategy that you know works, and they try it for seven days, and then they have 
good results for what they could get in seven days but because it's not like a complete revamp of their business and they've hit six figures in seven days I'm exaggerating but you know what I mean they then say oh I had a look at Jenna Kutcher's um, strategy and I think I'm gonna start doing that (laughs) it's so frustrating because the problem is with Jenna Kutcher's stuff, she knows what she's doing, but hers is on mass. It's not personalized to you. You're paying me to personalize a strategy. And I can do that because I'm not Jenna Kutcher and I don't have as big an audience as her. So I can give you my personalized attention. So I've given you a strategy that's completely personalized to you. I know it's going to work, but you're only giving it seven days. But this FOMO thing of seeing Jenna Kutcher bang on about this and then seeing a million different testimonials of people who've changed their lives with her email list course or something like that gives you FOMO. And so you're like, shit, I need to try that strategy. But then next week after that, you'll see Amy Porterfield or someone else. And you're like, oh, I need to try that strategy. You know, this is the fear of missing out and it is distracting and it slows you down. Okay, second limiting belief, lack of patience. I am so impatient, so impatient unpatient impatient so I really resonate with anyone who feels like this and I think this is quite a quality with a lot of high achieving women so a lack of patience or an unwillingness to endure discomfort or delay yeah so we want to everybody wants to avoid pain don't we and the thing is when you are building a business and when you're putting content out there initially and you're not hearing much back, it can be painful. It's like a full-time job trying to bat off the imposter syndrome, trying to bat off the, the, the damage to the ego through this phase, but you just need to know it's temporary. And so what the force here at play is, this is painful. I don't want to do it anymore. Can I just pay to pay for followers or whatever that might be for you, the instant gratification. Another limiting belief is a desire for instant validation. So people looking for immediate approval, recognition, validation from their peers, instant feedback. So it's just the same as the one before because you have to go first. You have to put out your content first before they come. What else? What else have we got? That one's not really that great. Not going to focus on that one. A short-term focus. So if you've got a short-term focus you are prioritizing things like, okay, so what what could be like a short-term focus that week? Okay, I want this reel to go viral or something like that, right? So maybe you create a funny meme reel and then maybe it does go viral, but you get this whole influx of followers that are unrelated to your account and not gonna buy from you. Is that going to help you generate this freedom, happiness and purpose life that you want to build? No. So we need to think of the long term and then we need to make sure that the short term objectives are linked and correlated to that. I mean, doing a real strategy is not a bad strategy, but we need to make it super relevant and not trade and not trade relevance for, you know, viral views that are unrelated. So. Okay, so hopefully that gives you a a little bit of awareness of how instant gratification might be showing up in your entrepreneurial journey. And I just want to tell you that, you know, you're all high achieving women, you're all the most intellectual women in the world, you are, you know, you can do so much, you are so much better than following instant gratification leads, you are so much better than that, right? I kind of 
call it cheap. Like we don't need to be giving in to these dopamine calls. So I want to give some examples as well, because I want to provide some compassion here with the coaching industry, because it, sometimes it doesn't help. because There's a lot of shit out there. So basically a lot of you might be, and this is why, like, you know, numbers are important and I do share numbers and I put more of a focus on clients' numbers because you care more about how I help my clients make money than how I make money, right? Because you will be the client. So I do sometimes talk about numbers and money and, you know, 10K months and things like that, but I do not lead with that on the whole because if I led with that, what would happen? I would just attract a load of people that just cared about making 10K months at all costs. I would attract people who are really in the depths of the addiction with instant gratification. And I want to attract the woman who is here for the long haul, the woman who wants to build the freedom-based life, the woman who really wants to make an impact because how I make impact is by helping you create companies that make impact. That's how I make exponential impact. So those are the women that I'm looking for. I'm looking for women who are here to play the long game with me because they know that actually that's the fastest way to get there. So I'll give you some examples of how a lot of the marketing narrative and coaching industry isn't helping. So I actually, I've been a bit disappointed in some of the, some of the things I've seen recently. Like I was watching a quite high profile profile coach her masterclass the other day and a lot of her marketing she was claiming to have made a million dollars in her business in two years and I'm like okay I wonder how she did that so I wanted to see what her strategy was but in her masterclass she then I don't know if she forgot what she used for the marketing of the masterclass or something but in her masterclass she had an entire slide on playing the long game and how she had been coaching and building her blog for six years until she made her first million. So I'm like, okay, so you've just employed cheap marketing tactics to get people into your webinar, and then it's actually not what you've done. Like you've spent six years getting there. And so that, you know, that frustrates me because that cheapens the industry. Another coach, actually, I, I've worked with them past in a freelance capacity many years ago. I saw recently she put out some marketing around, you know, how she scaled to seven figure, seven figures without ads, all organically, making all these claims about it being all organic. But I know she ran ads because I was on calls with her ads manager <laughs> back then. So it's like, this is the thing. You've just got to be really careful with what you're reading. And I, and I don't know, maybe these people forget or something and they genuinely think that that's what they've done. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure because authenticity is really important to me. I, I would hate to sell something from, you know, it's mis-selling. It's not what I'm about. It doesn't feel good to me. And that again, doesn't create that, cultivate that sense of fee, uh, freedom to me inside. So what I'm trying to say is don't fall for the sexy marketing taglines because they usually just aren't true <laughs> or they are hiding a huge reason as to why or how they got there. So for example, you often get these people who say, oh, I made a million in two years. But what they probably won't tell you is actually before they started their coaching business, they were a blogger and they built an email list of 5,000 or something like this. They already had a community to market to that you're just not getting the full story in a lot of cases. Now, don't get me wrong. It is possible to make a million from nothing in two years. Like it is possible. But I'm also not, we're not chasing that. 
We're not, we are not chasing that. We are chasing building a freedom-based business. And who gives a fuck if you make a million in two years or 10 years? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, truly what we care more about is unlocking freedom in our lives and then just going bigger from there. At least that's how I see it anyway. So it's actually very simple. The framework and the formula is very simple to build a freedom-based life and get the purpose and the happiness that you want. And that is the three steps. Is the, the most simple I can make it. One, deliver value. Two, have a way people can pay you. And three, repeat it. <laughs> that is all it is, right? And, you know, you can pay me to help you. But really, that is as simple, to, simple as it is. One, deliver value, have a way people can pay you and repeat it. And this is boring for people. People don't like repetition because it's boring, but it's actually really simple. So what I'm going to talk about now is how you can actually, how I want you to think instead. Now you're aware of the instant gratification sort of threats and carrot dangles and things. Hopefully you can notice it and then you can take some of these tips so that you can free yourself from it. So when I say delivering value, what I mean is building a loyal audience and a community of people who love you, who relate to you, and who you can actually impact. And to do this, think about what you're doing. You are winning people over. You, people are taking time out of their day to listen to you. And, and, and they, they, you know, they start to like, know, and trust you. They build a relationship with you. They're your biggest cheerleaders they're the ones that are going to tell people about you they're the ones that are going to build your business and they're the ones that are going to allow you to live this freedom-based life you need to earn it you need to earn it you can't do it without them so they need to be the most important people and you need to think about them like that and so we need to take our time to craft this audience we need to give them effort we need to create and write for them, serve them, deliver value and treat them like that. And what that's not is, you know, delivering value for four months and then disappearing off the face of the earth for six months and then trying to sell to them again. Ugh, no, that's not what we're doing. That is not going to bring you that feeling of freedom. It's not going to bring you this amazing feeling that you get when you've got this community of great people who you're all going through it all together, right? And you're not going to feel like you want to post all of the time. You're not going to, but having that awareness so that when those moments come that you don't feel like posting, you remember who you're doing it for and why you're doing it. And you know that you need to earn it. And I just want to talk about this principle of compounding that most of you probably know. It's often talked about in a finance sense, but compounding is like, adding a little bit each day and then over time it adds up to loads basically to to, to simplify it and a lot of you were former um, athletes or sports people you know in the past because I know so many high achieving women come from that background and what sport is so good at I mean I did what sport taught me was discipline was not chasing the instant gratification it was each day training each day getting a little bit better so that when the competition comes around you can win and th this is very much about 
what it's like as an entrepreneur. You cannot see like when I when so for example when I'm tra- when I was training every day, I couldn't see the improvements necessarily. Occasionally, each training thing, I'm like, oh yeah, that was strong, but I cannot see the improvements each day. But then after a year, compared to my result in the county championships the year before, I've like got to a way further stage, right? You see that improvement. It's the same in business. You don't necessarily see the improvement every day, which doesn't create this dopamine hit. So it feels like I'm putting, I'm just doing all this work and getting nothing back. But you will see it over a longer period of time. We need to get used to putting things out and not feeling the immediate reward back. We need to get train ourselves away from that. It's the same, look, give you another example. It's the same as losing weight. Like I wanted to lose 10 kilos. I'm still, I've got about three more to lose, but I wanted to lose 10 kilos since July. And to give context, it's now December. So that's almost like five months-ish. So arguably I could have done 10 kilos in that time, but I wanted to do it in a sustainable way. I run a business. I don't want to be starving all the time. So what that looked like is, you know, making my portions slightly lower, going on a meal plan, working out a bit more. And that's the thing. I don't see that instant growth. When I, so when I was at the weight that I was, when I wanted to lose the 10 kilos, I have to start and I've got to go through the slight pain of eating less, eating less chocolate, eating less pizza, you know, because I'm addicted to, well, not addicted, but you know what I mean? The reason you put on weight is because you're eating rubbish usually, right? And so I have to go through this discomfort of cutting those things out, but not seeing my body in the way that I want to see it yet. So it's like you need to earn it to to be able to get to the point. It's the same with business. And now I'm at a place where I my body is looking like how I wanted it to look. But it's been five months of not seeing the result. But knowing that the result will come each day that I keep putting in the effort, keep putting the effort, keep putting in the effort, just trusting. And again, we can apply this to lifting weights. So so for some of you who love to lift weights in the gym, if you are doing a deadlift, it doesn't really matter if you don't know what that is, but if you're doing a deadlift and you suddenly, and you want to go from, say you can lift 30 kilos in a deadlift. Let's say you're aiming to lift 60. You can't just suddenly go to the gym and then put 60 on there and lift it tomorrow. You can't expect that. We need to suddenly put one and a half extra kilos on each side and start doing that that day. And then maybe we do the same the next day. And maybe we do the same the next day. Then maybe we add three kilos on. Then we do the same. And until you get to 60. And then you're like, oh, wow, you can't just jump to 60. You have to incrementally go there. And that's the thing. You don't, that's not sexy, is it? Because you hardly notice the progress. And then one day you're like, wow, I did it. I did it. It's here. So instead of focusing on the outcome, we need to focus on the process and getting, and just ticking that off each day, ticking that off each day. So the other thing I want to mention here is that there is no magic secret because I've had a couple of people sort of in the way that they phrase in their questions, like, how did you do this? How did you do this? 
there isn't a magic secret. I mean, I can give you my strategies and I can help you. And yes, there's knowledge gaps, but there's no magic secret. You could also go and figure it all out and do it yourself, right? So I uh, this is often a thing that's proc a procrastination thing. When you feel like, okay, there's something I don't know how to do. So this is holding back. I don't have that knowledge. It's like a victim mentality. So I can't actually start or I can't actually do the thing. So for anyone who feels like that, what is the thing that you think you don't know right now, which is what is stopping you from moving forward? What is the thing that you think you don't know that is stopping you from moving forward? And when you've got that thing, how can you find that thing out? There's lots of different ways. So maybe you could Google it. Or on the other side of that, maybe you could find a mentor and pay to get the answers. And this is the thing where it's like, do you value your time, right? So yes, you can Google it and figure everything out. And it takes you a hell of a lot longer because it will. Or you can pay someone to just give it to you in a framework that's really easy to digest, someone that you like, someone that you trust. It depends if you value your time, it depends. But that's the thing, you can't you can't just stagnate because you're, you, you know, you're not consciously thinking, right? This is the problem, how can I sort this out? How can I get the answer? Entrepreneurship is just problem solving. And if you're feeling stuck, you just need to step into this ownership mindset of, I can solve this problem, whether I need to pay for the advice or spend time on finding out the answer, whatever it is, but I'm resourceful enough to go and find the answer. So that's the other thing. That's the other thing I wanted to say. So yeah, summing all this, sum, summing, summarizing all of this up is that it's very simple. Like Instead of spending your energy on finding the next sort of quantum leap, like the people say, the, the next quantum leap hack. I want you to repeat what you have. I want you to repeat what you have. Spend your energy on weaning yourself off of this yearning for instant gratification. If you've realized from this episode that, God, yeah, I was not conscious of this and I am really living for this, I need to wean myself off of this because it's a real addiction, really is. And to some level, we all are. And to some, actually, this is a really good point. To some level, we all are. And the way I see it is, the tech the in the technology world that we we live in we are all to some extent addicted to these instant gratification and and dopamine hit because that's how our culture is set up so actually the work that we need to be doing to build freedom in our lives and freedom internally that internal freedom is actually protecting ourselves from that and weaning ourselves off of it each time so that we're not going further and further and further into like the whole of instant gratification addiction so this is very, very important as an entrepreneur because you've got to preserve your energy. So I need a supporter because my when I get when I do these podcast episodes, I get so passionate, I can feel it in my voice box. Okay, so what so so based so what what have we now learned? Where are we at now? We've learned that there's this there's this force at play for instant gratification that is not going to help us. We've learned it's going to be there to force, forcing us, pull, pulling us in this direction every single day. So what do we do to wean ourselves off and to say no to it as much as we can so that we can get to our freedom life faster as an entrepreneur? The answer I found is build habits. And it's the same thing as what I was saying as the athlete mentality. 
think about you if if you are if you're someone who was an athlete or did competitive sport or or, or like dance or anything like this think about the mentality you had back then when going better you knew that actually practicing every day training every day getting stronger every day was going to make you a better dancer or a better tennis player whatever that is for you than you know showing up inconsistently just you know oh there's a competition I'm gonna start bulk training this week to because it's at the end of the week and I haven't trained for like six months that's not gonna help it's going to put you into freak out mode right same in your business we need to build habits so here's some ways to do that develop a routine so the thing is with a lot of this instant gratification is it's distracting. So if you don't have at your core a foundational routine where you know, okay, this is what I'm doing on this day, this is what I'm doing on this day, or this is what I do every day, then you've got it, your your day is open to be disrupted, right? Your day is open to be distracted. It's much harder. Whereas if you know today this is what I'm doing today. And then suddenly something comes in to distract you over there. You're like, but I should be doing this. I already know that I should be doing this. So it's slightly easier to then get the willpower to say no to it than if you you if you didn't have any routine that day. And then suddenly this thing comes up. Oh, I'm going to go and do that. Right. And that's the struggle as an entrepreneur, especially once you've quit your job, because you don't have anybody giving you the structure. You don't have anybody giving you this routine. So Developing a routine is really important. And inside of my programs, that I really help a lot of people with this. And I have this time blocking process that I help a lot of people with. So establishing a consistent routine that builds in time for the short-term tasks that are daily tasks and also the long-term goals and projects helps you be more focused, more disciplined. And it also minimizes the temptation for these impulsive actions. So the other thing here is I want to shift your mindset to rewarding consistency rather than rewarding the outcome. Okay, yes, we want to celebrate big milestones. We want to celebrate successes. This is also really important. But what we also want to do is we want to reward the process. This is why I put out there on community wins things like my client, one of my clients who booked a photo shoot. She's really that's really out of her comfort zone for her, right? But that's a really great thing that she's done. It's part of the process. Yes, it's not a client sale or the sexy kind of number things, but we're rewarding this process because what's that going to do? That's going to then bring her all these amazing photos, which will make her show up more confidently, which will maybe inspire her writing better and maybe she'll get more sales eventually, right? So if you set out a task to post consistently every day for a month and you do it, reward that process. Reward yourself every day when you post on stories and you sell on stories every single day. Reward that instead of, you know, instead of rewarding like how many views your post got and things like this. Because initially, Initially, we just need to build up to the point that you're starting to get sales first, right? So we need to shift the focus from immediate outcomes to building and growing the business. And the sales will come. The sales will come. That's what happens when you focus on building and building and building. So we want to take pride in the progress that you make. More water needed. 
Okay. The third one, and this is one that's been really helping me lately, and it's so easy to look over this because it can feel like, as high-achieving women, we can really place a lot of emphasis on tasks that help us do more and, you know, do, do, do the emphasis, right? And practicing mindfulness and meditation can feel like we're not doing anything because we're literally sitting there, right? But we are doing so much what you're not seeing that's going on inside of your brain is new neural pathways being made. Anxiety slipping away from your body. And what's coming in, this sense of freedom, this sense of happiness, this sense of joy, this sense of calm and peace. You are doing so much by meditating because there is a lot going on in your brain that is going to help you and oh wow I can't tell you how much this has helped me and it's really filled like feels like it's freed me actually so incorporating meditation into your routine and the best times are as soon as you wake up and before you go to bed because when you're asleep that's when your brain is doing a lot so I'm going to put this in the language of all of you high achieving women, because I know I need to sell this to you in a way that your brain's going to be doing a lot. So when you do it before you go to sleep, you're setting up your brain to do all of its little tasks and your subconscious to do all of its little tasks in relaxing you, in helping you get more peaceful, in helping you think of joy. Let's say you did a dream life meditation before you go to bed and that's what you visualized your subconscious goes to work overnight, right? To to start to see more of these things and new neural pathways are actually made. It's incredible. So what this does though, by relaxing yourself and, and I can give another example as well. What I've been doing at night is, is visualizing, is, is lying down, shutting my eyes, going into meditation, but visualizing any sort of things like anxiety or um, stress or anything sort of baggage, if that makes sense. I'm visualizing it being swept out of my body and you just suddenly feel so calm. And then, you know, sleeping from that perspective rather than just going straight to bed after you finish scrolling on Instagram. Oh, wow. Just feels so much better. You wake up calmer and it's really, really powerful. And so, again, you can't see the instant um, results of meditating, but over time, you're 100% seeing it. You're feeling it. So this is probably one of the most powerful things. And if you keep listening to the end, I'll tell you about my dream life meditation that you can download that I'm going to be doing. Because I've realized for me recently how transformational this is and I've realized I need to give you more of this stuff meditation stuff visualization stuff because it really 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 is important the other thing you can do is I want you to so the, the, the problem is like I said before a lot of the instant gratification is that you're connecting more with short-term rewards than the long-term rewards what are we doing here this is how I started this episode we are trying to build a freedom-based life this is a massive thing you are building an entirely new framework for your life and like I said it's totally worth it it's totally worth it the temporary sacrifice which feels like a long time but in the span of your lifetime it is a small price to pay 
to rebuild a, a, a different framework that allows for freedom, happiness, and purpose. So what we need to do though, is we need to keep reminding ourselves of why we're doing it, this longer term vision. What is the dream life? So for me, it's like, I can give you a little insight into my, my dream life is like, I've got this visualization of this beautiful villa in Bali with a sauna, with an amazing walk-in wardrobe. And I, I can see, I can, I could walk you through my house, right? And I've got this incredible partner who comes home and opens a bottle of wine and we have wine and whatever, great sex, <laughs> like whatever. But like, you know, I have all that in my head of what my house looks like. And then I walk down to my beautiful office and what that looks like. It's all very white with like fluffy carpets and flowers. And that's my dream life. And I, I know it enough that I can feel it as I walk through. And imagine what that's doing every day when I am thinking and feeling and transporting myself there every morning before I start work. I'm connecting with that visualization. And so the tasks that I'm going to do when that instant gratification hit thing comes into my head, I'll fuck off. No, I'm focusing on my dream life. I want to meet my dream man. I want to get my dream filler. Like, fuck off. Stop distracting me for short-term gain. That's what happens. So we want to connect you to your longer-term vision for your dream life and remind you of it every single day so that that's forefront of center so that you are working towards the longer-term rewards than the shorter-term rewards when they're coming in because you've forgotten about the longer-term one, right? It redirects your behavior. It's just really important. So again, keep listening till the end because I've got this dream life meditation. So if you want to know how to do that walkthrough and things, that's what I'm going to create for you. And then the last thing I'll say is, building a support system so it's fucking hard to bat off all this instant gratification I want you to build a support system of people who can support you through this so it's like a mentor who does not lead with money first all the time so this is really important when you're hiring a coach I want you to look through their feed and if all their marketing is about how they hit whatever income if everything is about that then I would not work with them because they obviously value certain things and they're not seeing the full picture. So I want you to work with a mentor who talks about freedom, who talks about other things. Yes, money is important. So if they post a bit about it, then it's not a problem. But if every single post is all about that, then it's like they're missing the point. They're not the right mentor for you because you already make money. You already know how to make money in corporate. It's not just about money. So I want you to surround yourself with mentors, a community, a support network who really understand where you're going and who really understand that you do have the option to make a shit ton of money in corporate because you're smart, you're intelligent and you've done it before. But what you're doing is you're declining that. You're saying, I don't want to make it in that way. Yes, it's available to me, but I don't want to make it in that way. I want to make it in a different way. And that is a different challenge to what other people have who po pro like possibly couldn't get those roles in corporate. To actually say no to that is a completely different challenge. And I want you to hire mentors and have a community that understand that and people around you that are going through that journey, that are choosing something different because it's different. It really is different. And that's what I've been trying, well, what I have built at Female Leadership Collective. You, you know that you've got a mentor that fucking understands what it's like to quit an investment banking job 
and build a business and believe there's something more for her and and do it right I have done it yes I want my free my dream life like I just told you about but I'm pretty much living a, a version of my dream life compared to when I was in corporate I can tell you that so and if you come into our programs you've got all these women you've got lawyers you've got accountants you've got like incredibly like high achieving women who have done amazing things but they're saying no to it because it doesn't feel aligned and fuck me is a powerful energy I feel like I've sworn so much in this podcast I think it's because I felt really I felt really hyped up to record this and it's actually a Sunday morning but it was just in my head it was like I said it was an emergency episode and so I think I just feel a bit rebellious it's a weekend or something I don't really know anyway so this dream life meditation I haven't made it yet at the time of publishing this by the time you're listening I probably have so in terms of if you want to get your hands on it DM me on Instagram and meditation I'll know what that is so I'll send it to you and really what I'm going to do it's going to be about it's going to be about 10 to 15 minutes so it's not too long because I know you're all busy but the intention is that you can go to sleep and you can wake up and listen to this dream life meditation and you, once you've done it for the first time you'll know what the dream life looks like so it's just a matter of repeating it and what's so nice is that you know when I first started doing the dream life meditation myself I could see the house a little bit but not properly and then each time you go there it's like you go and visit your dream house and you're suddenly transported there and you see more things you're like oh I noticed that plant in the corner and you start to really really connect with it and so this is when things start to move and shift and manifestation happens because of you know in the day then you're subconsciously focusing more towards that goal so this is so 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 important so if you want to get your hands on the dream life meditation it is free then DM me on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. The word meditation, and then I'll know I'll know what you're looking for, and I'll send it to you. And honestly, it's like if anything, it just feels really good. <laughs> it feels really good to like, you know, be in that place, and and that provides so much motivation. So yeah, DM me the word meditation. I hope this episode has been really useful for you. I feel like this episode is one that should be shared because I think this is really important information so if you have a friend who's an entrepreneur or wants to launch a business and you know you've seen her go through this instant gratification stuff and it's like frustrating then please give her the gift of sharing her this podcast I love receiving podcasts from my friends who are like oh this is really good for you like it feels like such a gift so please just click the share and share it with that one friend that you know will really benefit from this and I love you lots I hope it's been useful and I shall speak to you soon (laughs) 